What's up, y'all? Sean here, and boy, do I have a treat for you today. On Halloween, I was joined by Robert and Steven Slansky. They are the hosts of The Simpsons Did It Podcast. We had a good time. We talked about, of course, all the epic Simpsons Halloween specials and the legacy of this iconic television franchise. 32 seasons. I mean, that's crazy, and... Who knows how long it will last. But what I do know is that The Simpsons did it. And joining me now, right on Halloween, the guys over at The Simpsons Did It Podcast, Stephen and Robert. What's going on? Not much. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. Happy Halloween, y'all. Absolutely. (laughs) I uh, I wish I had a Simpsons costume today, but I'm going as from. It's still night. Yeah, I'm going with I'm going with the purge mask, you know. Uh, I'm going as uh, Happy Gilmore. So first off, where are you guys from? So we both grew up in uh, Wisconsin, uh, in Racine, and I got the hell out of there. And who's this? I too. I, wait, wait, wait. I who not. was who was first? Who spoke first? That was Steve. Oh, so, sorry, uh, this is Steven. I'm uh, living up in Minnesota now. Oh, okay. This is uh, this is Rob. Uh, I uh, live in Green Bay, so we both got out of Racine, but I stayed in Wisconsin. Oh, so you guys are brothers, right? Correct. Yeah. So, hey, uh, Green Bay is like one of my family teams. So, I'm a Packers fan just because I had no choice. That's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll take it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Before we get into the actual Simpsons, what made you guys? Um, what was you know the thought process behind your podcast? Uh, so this is Steven. So I this was actually my uh, third attempt at doing a podcast. And I've always loved pop culture. I love just the atmosphere. I go to Comic-Cons every year. Uh, I just love talking about it. I was like, well, what's one thing that everyone loves? And it's endless content. And I don't have to worry about coming up with stuff. And Simpsons kind of popped my brain. And I'm like, well, why don't we start with episode one, season one, and pretty much podcast forever. So you go over each episode? Yep. Yep. I've seen that in other genres too. I don't know if you guys have uh, listened to a lot of podcasts, but there's people that are doing every single Blink-182 song. Yeah, so I think it's a thing that's in TV and music, you know, as well. I think it's it's getting more and more common. It's actually brilliant. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, songs are actually kind of cool because I was thinking about it just because you could break down every lyric, every word, every sentence, and mm. obviously the artist has, has their own idea of what they were writing, but just someone else's point of view of the song would be kind of cool. Yeah, so Robert, what was your thought process on giving this a go here? So Steve was the one that uh, came up with the idea, and I've never actually done a podcast. I've listened to a few here and there, um, so he came to me with the idea, I was like, uh, we we grew up on The Simpsons. That's like the big show that we watched growing up. And I was like, you know what? That sounds like a really neat idea. And also, you know, getting to rewatch The Simpsons again. 
complain about that. So <laughs> I was I was all on board. So yep. you know, we decided to give it a go, and we're uh, we're into season two, and I think it's going well so far. Oh yeah, y'all can podcast forever, man. Season two. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So let's start from the beginning. What was your thoughts on season one, considering that was um, like 31 years ago? The first episode, I think, was December 17th, 1989. Am I correct? That is correct. Yeah. So what's your take on that episode when you re- um, when you revisit it, graphics and everything? It's totally different, you know? The Simpsons began as a short, right? Correct, on the uh, Tracy Allman show. Yeah. To be honest, man, like, I'm 33 and everything, and of course I, like, should have been more attentive to Simpsons than I really was. (laughs) But, I mean, if I'm, you know, because they happened to show the, you know, shows after football, I would watch a couple, you know, and I just never, like, super got into it. Um, But I'm a Bart guy. So, but I always thought Bart was cool, you know? Yeah, Bart was really huge after season one. Uh, they decided to do a little bit more Bart-centric. Obviously, they did uh, t-shirts with Bart, and they got banned in schools because schools didn't want that kind of mm-hmm. stuff in there. So, yeah, Bart Bart's definitely been a big part of it. I think my favorite Simpsons character would have to be either Mo. I mean, there's a ton of them. There's a ton of characters, but Mo is probably up there. I love Mo. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot. Of the core five, Homer, Bart, Maggie, Lisa, or Marge, who do you got? Steve? (laughs) I mean, I I do love Homer. I mean, just all the stupid stuff that he does, episode of, I mean, it's, it's funny. Think about season one through maybe ten, where it's all, you know, pretty cut and dry. Homer works for the power plant, has a few jobs here and there, but, like, literally after season ten, it's like every episode he has a new job. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's always, what is he going to do next? How is he going to screw it up? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to go with you. I'm going to say Bart. Uh, I love Bart, his crazy antics. I think identify with him a little bit more just because I mean I didn't really do anything crazy as a kid but I think Bart really uh, showed like what kids can do and can't do I mean he wasn't he's not the smartest kid on the block but he's got that never say die attitude that I love about some characters in television shows yeah I feel like I feel like people don't give like the character Bart enough credit like I feel like some people think that oh Bart it's kind of like a a derivative of Beavis or Butthead. It's like, no, I've heard that. It's like, no, it's totally different. Do you agree with that? Like, it's they're way different? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, as the Simpsons as a family, you really learn 
family dynamics uh, all the time. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you might watch an episode and see it in your family, or you might watch an episode and see it in someone else's family. And just like any show, almost in the 90s, there's stuff to be learned from, you know, every episode. If someone does, you know, if Bart uh, does become a daredevil, you learn from it. You're like, okay, what he does is stupid, mm-hmm. but it's not out of the realm of possibility. I can still do that as a career, but I'm not going to go out and jump a gorge. Do you guys see any any similarities with Beavis and Butthead? I mean, they both had a they both had a standalone film. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would say, I mean, there's probably a little crossover in terms of similarity, but I I see Beavis and Butthead as more of two friends who kind of get sh- to shenanigans. You know, they just they just want to do stuff. Where the Simpsons, I feel like there's more. As Steve said, lessons to be learned from them. Mm. Where Beavis and Butthead, I think it's just dumb comedy, <laughs> which you know it's good in its own right. But yeah, I don't, I don't really think they're too similar. So let me let me put you guys on the spot with a unique question. Okay, don't be you know like you're forced to pick The Simpsons here from the top three. Give me a one, two, three on these three franchises: Simpsons, Beavis and Butthead, or South Park. <laughs> probably be three uh i didn't really grow up a lot watching them so they're they're probably three for me but making me choose between simpsons and south park that's just evil man uh god well it is halloween so (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh, i'm gonna have to go with south park one simpsons two solely on the fact that i have seen every south park episode and i absolutely love matt stone and trey parker not to say that The Simpsons aren't good, and I know we do a Simpsons podcast. I do love The Simpsons, too. I just, I like the fact that I think South Park does more relevant cultural and society <laughs> episodes where The Simpsons, to me, has gotten a little derivative where it's kind of the same thing over and over and over again. A criticism I think a lot of fans have of it. I still love The Simpsons. I'm still going to end up seeing all The Simpsons episodes, but I think I got to go South Park as my number one. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... <laughs> I mean, to... to I, I mean, to me, since I'm older than you, yeah. I mean, I, I watched more Simpsons growing up, and I... It's funny. I can watch South Park, and I do almost daily, you know, daily on Comedy Central, but I don't know the lines verbatim <laughs> as much as I do on The Simpsons. I can quote an entire, like, from the first 15 seasons, I can quote the entire episode verbatim, and my wife hates me for it because I know every line coming. So, I mean, to me, I'll probably, probably do Simpsons out Park than Beavis and Butthead. And, I mean, I was an MTV Generation kid, but I was more Ren and Stimpy than I was uh, Beavis and Butthead. So, have you guys gotten to the Treehouse of Horror episode yet? Uh, the second one? one? You haven't gotten to the yep. second one yet? No, we're about um, probably close to 12 episodes away from recording the second one. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably a few weeks away. Could you tell when they did the first one that they were setting it up for the long haul? Or was it just set up to be like a one-off Halloween special? Um, the way it was filmed, I don't know. I think, I think they might have used it 
it as a trial run because they didn't do it during the first season. The first True House of Horror wasn't until season two. And they also missed it. The Simpsons premiered in December. And so they probably were like, well, it's too late to do a Halloween. So they kicked it off in 20, uh, 1990. But, I mean, after the end of it, you could kind of see, hey, maybe we could make this a thing. And it definitely worked. I mean, there's so much horror out there. There's a ton of franchises to choose from. And The Simpsons, as we learned from our uh, wonderful guest, Andy McElfresh, The <laughs> Simpsons writers really liked pulling from the same movies that they really enjoyed, like uh, Poltergeist and uh, what was the other one? Uh, Twilight Zone and uh, The Shining was another one. So I think the writers loved Halloween enough that they could make it work. It is yeah. kind of interesting mm-hmm. uh, to see that the title cards actually say The Simpsons Halloween Special, but they're marketed as Treehouse of Horror. And I, I noticed that because, like, one of the YouTube series I'll, I'll follow every once in a while, they, uh, it's the Cinemasins YouTube channel. Uh, they, they did the Treehouse of Horror for this October. They did the first four. Mm-hmm. And that's where I learned that the title cards were Treehouse of Horror Special 1, 2, 3, 4, and not Treehouse of Horror. <laughs> that's what they're marketed as now. Yeah. So. Yeah, so go over the plot of the first one. What was the first one about? Um, so they, uh, I guess, so the funny thing about it was, so Marge came out and gave basically a big speech saying, I don't think kids should watch this. It's really scary. And I don't support it at all. But here you go anyway. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it kicked off with Bad Dream House, um, which was kind of a nod to Amityville Horror and them moving into a home that's haunted and the house doesn't like him there and wants to kill them all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a little and, bit of Poltergeist was in that, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And then the second story was Hungry Are the Damned, um, which was a uh, kind of a parody of uh, The Twilight Zone, How to Cook for Humans. Right. And then, no, how to Cook 40 Humans. Or How to Cook for 40 Humans. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then the third one was a classic uh, Edgar Allan Poe, uh, The Rape. Yeah. Before you guys did your rewatch, did you do you have any memories of the Halloween specials? Like when they were actually airing? Yeah. So, Trios Horror 4 was definitely the first one I remember watching. It was the, uh, the Devil Flanders, uh, Bart Simpson Dracula. Yeah. I, I really, I don't know if I have any specific memories of like seeing them live, but I, I know I always look forward to the Treehouse of Horror episodes every year. I haven't actually caught the last few years, but even uh, up until, like, season 28, like, even if I didn't watch the new episodes, I, I was always, like, I have to watch Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. Because those are, like, they're, they're kind of, like, the special episodes that you get. And they're always really good, and they always, you know, reflect the pop culture. Right. Of that year, and the the movie, the, the the horror movies, or even not even horror movies now. I think they do other non horror movie specific ones that kind of turn mm-hmm. into horror. Uh, so it's it's more of me for me. It's more of a oh, I gotta watch this just because they're so they're usually so well written and they're really funny. What's your thoughts on like the Simpsons impact with with uh, society? Because you bet like. There's going to be tons of people going as Homer uh, today. Yeah, just flowing through Instagram today, I follow a lot of like Simpsons uh, fans on uh, on Instagram, and I've seen uh, Lunch Lady Doris, I've seen uh, 
Palmer. I've seen someone do Lard Lab holding a donut. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen Lunch Lady Doors. I mean, it, it's funny. I've seen a few homers here and there, but I think just the way The Simpsons has hit society is it, it, it isn't just The Simpsons family anymore. Yeah, you can walk into any uh, Spirit Halloween or any of those Halloween shops. Yeah, you're going to see all The Simpsons family there. But people are really using their imagination and pulling from the entire world of The Simpsons. It's not just The Simpsons that people, you know, look like, or even add icons. Like I said, it's all <laughs> donuts. Like someone's dressed as that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is really cool how much The Simpsons can really influence society. And yeah, it's not mm-hmm. every, every Halloween you see Simpsons everywhere, but... But man, I mean, the people that are doing it, it's phenomenal. Yeah, and, uh, you know, for pop culture, I mean, there's a Monopoly board game for The Simpsons. They, they, they've done trivia. There's Lego sets. There's, I think right. there might be a Simpsons Clue game. I'm not 100% sure on that one. But there's other Simpsons, you know, board <laughs> games out there. And yeah. so it's just, you know, to run for 30 years, I mean, there's... You know, there is an arcade game. There's a couple arcade games. Right. Oh, there's arcade games, man, because even late 90s, early 2000s. Do you guys ever remember those um, Bally uh, arcade games where or um, pinball games where you pull back the lever? Yeah. I mean, The Simpsons, now it helps that they've been running for 30 years. It's easier to be a part of pop culture when you run that long. But it's great to see all the, the I mean, I'm sure they make a ton of money. With all the merchandise and t-shirts. Uh-huh. And, and I mean, they have pop figures now. It's just, it's incredible to yeah. see where they started. Where I'm sure they were like, oh, we'll do this for a few minutes. It'll go away. And I remember the clip show where, mm-hmm. uh, like, God, was that like season 12 or whatever? Where mm-hmm. they did their first clip show. And they're like, oh yeah, you'll never kill the Simpsons. And like, nope, nobody's ever going to kill the Simpsons. So who was the creator? Was it Matt Groening? Is that the name? Did I say that right? Uh, Matt Groening. The, the thing about it is is that it is it is timeless. And the thing about it is that I wanted to get your opinion also on the whole Disney acquisition. What were your thoughts on that when that happened in 
heard Disney acquired The Simpsons, I I was not 100% thrilled with it. Um, I feel like I feel like Disney's buying way too many way too much stuff. I mean, they bought Lucasfilms, they they bought Fox Century, which gave them Simpsons. And they already own ESPN when you go on sports. Yeah, I, I feel like they, 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 I mean, Disney owns way too much stuff. Uh, but to bring it back to The Simpsons, as our podcast name indicates, The Simpsons did it. They they uh, they nailed that. They said that uh, Disney was going to buy Fox Century in one of their episodes. So mm-hmm. uh, you kinda, I think, as, uh, as Steve said, Disney kind of got the ball rolling on that. And yeah, it's great. They, you know, they own the whole archive maybe they could do a little bit more with creativity uh they could keep it around longer because disney has the money to pay their voice actors Mm -hmm, yeah so So there's some there's some pros and cons to it now fxx did a marathon with disney plus right there's like a marathon so they can do stuff like that is they can they have two channels where they can put it on streaming and they also have another fxx i think is the name of the channel they own that and that's the benefit, too, is they have a crap load of episodes that they can just, if they're, you know, grasping for ratings or whatever, hey, let's just throw on an old episode of The Simpsons and see how it does. You know, I know Steve, you could talk to that, because I know, didn't you do that 24-hour thing? Well, it was more than 24 hours, but yeah, the Every Simpson episode marathon, mm-hmm. I mean, I tried to pick and choose the ones I wanted. The good news was I was working from home, so... I could literally just throw it on and watch every episode. And at the time, obviously, we weren't doing the podcast yet, but, you know, i go to the guy just to see, you know, what's coming up next. And I'm like, oh, I love that episode. I love that episode. I love that episode. My wife's like, you love every episode. It doesn't matter which one's on. <laughs> She's right, though. She's right. So how long do you think it'll go? you think that the ending is near, as some predict, in um, 2021? They could always give the minor characters more of a major role, like base it around one of the minor, like Smithers, or you know, base it around other main characters and kind of usher out Bart. I mean, I, I think that would take away from The Simpsons. I mean, they have done episodes where they revolve it more around a side character, like they had the Who Shot Mr. Burns, and they've done other stuff where they've revolved it. And I feel like they'll probably go maybe two more years and maybe call it quits. Again, as Steve said, I think it's really up to the the voice actors if they want to continue doing it. Mm-hmm. They could maybe, like, a couple of the voice actors want to leave. You know, I, I, I feel like if any of the main Simpsons mm-hmm. characters were to, like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to voice this guy anymore, I, I don't think you could do the Simpsons. You, you kind of mm-hmm. need all the characters. Now, obviously, Maggie doesn't have a voice actress because she doesn't talk. 
but I, I think, yeah, maybe a couple more years. I would, I'd honestly maybe like to see them do like one more movie as kind of a big send off. That movie was a long time coming. I know it was 2007, and didn't they? I heard they started it like Matt, they started preparing in 2001 or some shit. That's what I heard, something like yeah, that. It was, a, it was pretty long to, to get it all pieced together. And you have to make it fit, though, because it's really funny to think about that movie being canon, but I mean, I guess a few things are canon, like Spider Pig is canon, <laughs> yeah. and them going to Alaska is canon. Uh, but I guess I don't know necessarily how much other stuff within that movie is canon, but a lot of it is. And so I think when you released it, you had to make sure that it kind of fit into where everything else was going. So mm-hmm. that way you didn't, you know, have a one-off movie and, you know, no, yeah. that's it. Well, to also piggyback off that is, you know, it's a it's like an hour and 20 minute episode. And the fact that, like when we started this podcast, I was like, the one thing I, the one thing I like about South, like the one thing about South Park is they hardly did any continuity. And now the last few few seasons, they've done mm-hmm. more. And with the Simpsons, I kind of felt like it was the same. But like going through like the first two seasons, they stick to their continuity, and I appreciate the continuity. And as Steve said, the the movie has to you know fit within the the show and maintain some of the elements. So. I think if they were to do another movie, I kind of like to see it end where maybe like the Simpson house like blows up or something, <laughs> and you don't know if they survive. I think something like that would be funny. Or secret, or secretly, it was uh, it was Marge all along, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. You know, you could you could do a conspiracy with with her. I don't know with Homer, but. Tell me about the name, like, so who thought of the name? You can be honest, who thought of it? Was it like a... It was Steve. It was Steve. Oh, okay. I've been really good with naming things. Like, like you could... Well, it's funny. You could literally go back to my other two podcasts that didn't quite make it, and I and I had to actually name every episode based on what we podcasted about. I mean, I would listen to the whole episode during editing, and I would just, you know, think of something funny we said, or what it was revolved around. And so, I mean, what a lot of people say is, oh, the South Park, you got it from South Park. I'm like, kind of, but almost maybe. Because <laughs> the Simpsons did. I mean, that was kind yeah. of the point of that South Park episode. And it was kind of kind of a funny way to name it because mm-hmm. as we go through things throughout all these episodes, we are going through what where it affected pop culture. Right. Whether it was a prediction or you know, something that another episode, you know, another TV show does. So, like, what The Simpsons did in 1990, a TV show did it in, you know, 2000. Yeah, no. I, I still say you got it from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the social media? Go ahead and plug away. Yeah, you can find us on uh, Facebook. Our page is The Simpsons Did It Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, uh, Simpsons Did It PC. You can find us on Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. Want to be a guest or you know tell us some things? You can always email us at uh, the Simpsons Did It Podcast at gmail.com. We're also on YouTube, but uh, since we don't have enough subscribers yet, we can't have our own URL. So if you go to YouTube, just type in the Simpsons Did It Podcast and filter by channel, and we're the first one you can find. Got it, will do. I appreciate you guys' time, especially here on Halloween. So, yeah, thank you for having us on. Yeah, don't go too crazy tonight, guys. Oh, we won't. <laughs> yeah, no, we won't.
All right, man. Take care, okay? Thanks for coming on again. All right, later, guys. All right, that's it. That was my interview with Robert and Steven over at The Simpsons Did a Podcast. And yes, Bart is the man. Thanks for listening. Please check us out on Twitter at CynicalSensibly, Instagram, SensiblyCynicalPod, and you can check out our Facebook group. Also, if you could please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, it would be highly, highly appreciated. And up next is episode two of my Mr. Cynic series, where I will talk about the pros and cons of empathy. Take care.